It's January 17th and time for Social in 6. In the same fortnight that a brand logo from The Apprentice went viral for all the wrong reasons, there were plenty of social updates to kickstart the new year. We'll be covering the six top stories, including customizable Instagram grids, Twitter Spaces replays, and new YouTube analytics. And if this episode helps you, tell us by leaving this podcast a review. Now, without further ado, let's get started. Facebook stories have a much higher organic reach than actual Facebook posts. So if you have a Facebook business page, then you know that organic reach is almost non-existent. First up today, Facebook has added new video highlights in Creator Studio. In Creator Studio, which has controls for both Facebook and Instagram, there's a new tool called Story Highlight Clips. What these are are 20-second snippets from videos that you post to your main feed on either Facebook or Instagram, then shared to your stories. The tool automatically cuts 20 seconds from whatever video you've shared to put on stories, but you can edit which 20 seconds that is. Then a see more call to action can be found at the bottom of the clip in stories, which takes people to the full video in your feed. Story highlight clips drive viewership of your full video and raise viewer awareness about new content they may have missed on their main feed. Think of these as teasers or sizzle reels of that content's best bits. It's also a time saver as you don't have to manually create and edit a teaser clip from the full video to post to stories. Facebook's been generous with this one. You're essentially getting two pieces of content in one, so be sure to take full advantage of it. Get awareness and engagement of LinkedIn Live with the planning and targeting of LinkedIn events all in one simplified experience. Moving on, LinkedIn's launching live audio and video events. Yeah, LinkedIn is always a little bit behind, but it is catching up to Twitter Spaces and Facebook Live audio rooms, confirming that it's planning to release an audio-only events platform with a video version also coming soon. As we covered last September, LinkedIn started testing paid ticketed events, but has no plans to run these new events as a paid service. With the live audio and video events, hosts can record broadcasts, chat with fellow hosts, and moderate live discussions with attendees. LinkedIn will then promote these across people's networks on the platform. Over the last two years, we've naturally seen a huge increase in interactive events. More specifically on LinkedIn, interactive events have risen in popularity, an increase of 150% year on year. At the moment, LinkedIn feeds can be quite text heavy, so audio and video means more content formats to explore, which means more variety in feed. It'll be interesting to see what the impact of Clubhouse and Twitter spaces has been on community and networking. Do people find these types of events much easier or are people still wanting to get back out into the real world as such? From a brand perspective, LinkedIn events will no doubt be more focused at live speakers and workshops, which can be ticketed occasions, bringing in a decent amount of revenue from ticket sales. Off of the ground. Bitches love the ground. Oh wait, shit. Next up, Instagram could be getting customizable grids. This is a very tasty update and one spotted by app researcher Alessandro Paluzzi. And it's that Instagram is reportedly working on a feature that will let you edit your Instagram posts after they've been posted as they appear on your profile. Now, this has been found in the profile settings menu and works by letting you drag and drop your posts to rearrange their order and how they appear in your grid. As we know, lots of brands and creators use Instagram as a landing page. With this update, customizing the feed will be much easier, much more effective than deleting and starting fresh. You can use the function to pin important posts to keep them top of the feed without having to sacrifice regular activity. And God help anyone who's still trying to keep up a grid aesthetic, but you'll be rejoicing at this update if you are. Time to get creative, but in a much easier way. 
This update will fit with many people's predictions that stories are the place to play on Instagram. Grids will be seen as the shop window, while stories will be the shop itself where the real content and value lies. Moving on to YouTube, which has updated its studio app with advanced analytics. The new analytics tool means creators can see additional performance stats for their videos and other people's videos about similar topics so they can compare. Right now, all creators can already view their YouTube video performance comparatively across various timelines via the Scattergraph analytics tool in YouTube Studio. But with this update, they can view data from up to 100 of their videos at any one time, and they can sort the listing by the first 24 hours, 7 days, or 28 days. The additional analytics feature means creators can understand video performance in comparison to their other videos within the same category. It's a better way to understand followers' favourite topics than looking at all of their videos across a certain time frame, which may contain videos on a range of topics. This will allow creators to really nail down a niche within their chosen areas. If a beauty creator is seeing better performance for serum videos as opposed to lip care, for example, they can then double down on the topics that are seeing the best performance across the 100 videos selected, knowing that their audience are responsive to this type of content. If you are familiar with the app Clubhouse, which is kind of like a virtual stage application that allows you to host stages to have long-form conversations, uh, Twitter Spaces is basically identical to that. It's just called Twitter Spaces. Moving on, you can now view replays for Twitter Spaces. No longer just a real-time feature, Twitter Spaces hosts can enable replays for their broadcasts, meaning any followers can tune in later if they missed it. Hosts can also view how many users have joined in a recorded broadcast, as well as the number of replays the session has. You can click through to these stats using the View Details button, and those stats are only viewable by hosts. The ability to record spaces is currently in the testing stage for a small number of hosts on iOS, but both iOS and Android users can listen to a recorded space. Twitter's added insight for spaces helps creators plan their content strategy in order to grow their listenership. Brands and creators should use this insight to decide the best time to go live and view the number of listeners tuning in post-broadcast. Like everything, this will all depend on your audience demographics and time zones, but it's a safe bet that there'll be solid peaks in commuter hours from 7 till 9am and 5 till 7pm. And with the ability to limit spaces to followers only in the works, creators can calculate the percentage of their wider Twitter audience that's tuning into their spaces. This will give you a good idea of how well your content's travelling outside of your circles. And finally, Instagram carousels see the highest engagement. That's right. A new study analysed over 100 million Instagram posts to provide insight on how Instagram engagement has changed since 2019. It covered metrics such as likes, comments and reach across accounts with a range of followers from less than 5k to over 100k. Carousel posts fared best across the board. The only exception is for accounts with a following of between 10k and 100k, where video posts are the better option. Carousels also have a higher average engagement rate than other types of posts. The engagement rate for a carousel post was 4.9% compared to 3.8% for an image post for accounts with under 5k followers. Now carousels work well from a psychological point of view as out of curiosity we want to see what's on the next slide. Instagram users are also more likely to save carousel posts. For accounts with 50,000 to 100,000 followers, carousels were saved 15 times on average compared to 9 times for a video. Combine carousel posts with short captions of up to 10 words and your engagement rate will see a boost. This is the most favoured type of content for Instagram. 
Whether you have 5K or 100K followers, carousel posts will always deliver higher reach rates than an image or a video post. So what are you waiting for? Stack up those images in a carousel and watch your engagement rise. As usual, there's lots of stories here to kick off the new year and it tends to get quite quiet um, in December, but now we're back in January, things are definitely in full swing again. I want to start off just by mentioning the story that we've just finished off with there about Instagram carousels and that study because it is something that we've been saying for a while but it was mostly just based on you know, our own accounts and testing and learning and what we've seen. But now to see that carousels are you know, definitely the most effective post, it's sort of confidence boosting, I guess, that that's what's been in lots of people's strategy till now. My only thing is, when things like this come out and there's one format type that's so clearly above all the others, are we just going to be seeing feeds? Because it's the same on LinkedIn. Feeds on Instagram and LinkedIn that are just carousels and nothing else. Well, Eve, let's talk about the rise of photo dumps. I love a photo dump. I'd never even heard of a photo dump before last year, right? Now we're seeing them all over the feed, exactly like mm. you say. So, yeah, there may be a slight danger that we're going to over-carousel the feed as such. Um, even from a personal point of view, obviously you talk about, you know, the brands that we work with on social chain and, and the, the performance we're seeing here. But even on, like, from a personal level, I've seen, you know, from uh, posting a carousel as opposed to one image, you definitely do get extra eyeballs. Yeah. Um, so, it's, so it's definitely true. And, and and if you're not playing with carousels, get involved, definitely. I would probably encourage you to take a look if your brand aesthetics do... Um, kind of lean this way have a look at graphics that carry over into carousels because it definitely encourages a swipe across so when you have the first image kind of or the second image protruding into the first image it obviously then kind of plays on that curiosity of what's in that second image and gets people swiping across so have a look at that one we see a lot of people using them for lists as well which i think is why yeah. it said it gets more saves than other types of posts which is probably because oh, i can't remember what was on slide three or I'm not going to remember all of that off the top of my head people will save it and that is actually the most valuable engagement you can get on Instagram if your posts are being saved mm. um, that's going to give you a really nice boost in the feed but speaking of the feed you know we'll stick on Instagram customizable grids it is a test it's not fully confirmed what do we think of that I think you know, like we said, people have stopped using Instagram for such aesthetic purposes. Mm, yeah. But I think just having this freedom to rearrange things and, you know, like refresh it every once in a while will be really useful, especially for brands. Yeah, it'll be a complete overhaul just thinking about how people have positioned certain um, certain brand pages, even the personal pages, you know, how everyone wants things to look. I mm. think actually this one's going to have different roles for different brands and, and different categories. Mm. So, you know, Grid as a destination or a website works if you're direct to consumer. But I actually think Grid aesthetics matter less in low interest categories where you just have to disrupt people in any which way you can, you know, just make as much noise as possible. Mm. Realistically, for those brands, no one's probably visiting your grid so it doesn't really matter there will be interesting definitely I, I, I do see it especially for brand pages functioning more like a website sort of landing page and then getting people into stories that way that's it i've got my b2b head on a little bit i'm just thinking of all the ways that you can still post frequently you know and keep up that activity and keep the algorithm ticking over mm. but say if you've got a case study or even for a b2c brand maybe if you've got an ongoing competition or something it's that function of being able to keep dragging that post back to the top yeah, nice. so it is always pinned if people are visiting your grid but you know, yeah as you said i think it's a it's a good point that for some brands the feed is still going to be where you're meeting people most um and i guess one final point you know, staying on Facebook and uh, and Instagram, these highlight clips on stories, which I think is a really good idea because people do use stories to send traffic to 
their feed posts, they obviously get much more views um, than feed posts do now. So the idea that this is going to have a native feature that you can do in Creator Studio, I think it's an absolute time saver, especially mm. for like video editors who won't have to, you know, manually edit clips on, you know, your Adobe software and what have you and then repost. Yeah, I'm not sure how much you can say on this, but it's just an absolute no-brainer to mm. do. You know, we've seen it on Insta. It's there. Yeah, we've seen it on Insta where you can post, obviously, your, your, uh, your main feed post out to your stories. But doing it this way, you know, <laughs> it's just a winner. Just use it. Absolutely just use yeah. it. It needs, you know, like like you said, it's so quick and easy to do. They've made it so easy in the functionality of it all. No excuse not to. It's interesting for me when they bring out things like that, though, because it means that they know yeah. that Stories is getting way more engagement than the feed. And I'm still waiting for the day that we see, you know, this vertical scrolling feed that Instagram's supposedly mm. testing where it becomes a whole, you know, video experience. But you have to keep your eyes peeled for that one because that is not confirmed. <laughs> Now, don't forget this Wednesday, Pollyanna's first episode of Answered in 2022 will be live. And the topic for this week is what makes a distinctive brand on social. And make sure you come back next Monday where we'll be out with another interview episode with the one and only Zoe Skiman talking all things NFTs.